Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Haravimita ben Shoshana, Shaul ben Britta, and Lior Gabai ben Michael. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of my grandmother, Shoshana Bas Shalom, and my two aunts, Chana Bas Yehuda, Leim Mincha Bas Yaakov and Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yochmir Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted, and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Vayigash, Experiencing God's Plan. Our Parsha begins with Yehuda stepping up and negotiating with Yosef to let the youngest brother of all the bunch, Binyamin, return home. He pleads with Yosef to take him as a slave instead, citing the fact that if he returned home without Binyamin, his father would die from the pain and agony of losing his second son. At that point, Yosef could not restrain himself any longer. Overwhelmed with emotion, he told all but his brothers to leave his presence and then tearfully revealed his true identity to his brothers, Ani Yosef, I am your brother, Yosef. His brothers were speechless and shocked and in complete disarray. They could not believe that Yosef was alive, and secondly, they could not believe that he became the viceroy of Egypt, the second most powerful man in Egypt. Yosef asks them about Yaakov and instructs them to return home quickly and bring him and their families down to Egypt. As the initial shock wore off, the gravity of their action, the gravity of their sin became much clearer. They began to worry about Yosef's retaliation and punishment for their actions. But Yosef, with great compassion, called his brothers closer to him and told them that they were forgiven because God did it to save the world. Their brothers quickly returned home and told Yaakov something he never thought he would hear in his lifetime. Oid Yosef Chai, Yosef is still alive. Yaakov was ecstatic and overjoyed as the Pasuk writes, Vatechi Ruach Yaakov Vim, and the spirit of their father Yaakov was revived. Before Yaakov headed down to Egypt, God appeared to him in a dream. And God said to Yaakov that he would accompany him throughout his journey and his time in Egypt. And he will go down to Egypt and remain with Yaakov until he is buried in the Holy Land. The following day, Yaakov gathered his entire family and quickly traveled to meet and to see his most beloved son, Yosef, once again. However, a question comes to mind. As Yaakov prepared to make the journey to Yosef in Egypt, God appeared to him. And he told Yaakov not to fear, for he himself will be with Yaakov throughout his time in Egypt. The Pasuk writes, And God said, I am the Lord your God, the Lord and the God of your father. Don't fear to go down to Egypt. I will make you into a great nation there. But why did God need to tell Yaakov that he was going down to Egypt with him? What fear, worry, or apprehension was God alleviating by informing Yaakov that he would be with him at all times? The Rabbeinu Bachayr of Bachir bin Asher, a famous Spanish commentary, gives a simple explanation. He writes that Yaakov learned from his father Yitzchak not to leave the Holy Land, not to leave Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel, unless God commanded them to do so. And although Yaakov wanted nothing more, he desired nothing more than to see his son Yosef 
God did not command him to leave and to go down to Egypt. And therefore, God appeared to Yaakov and told him, you are now allowed to go and take your family and meet and go see your son, Yosef. However, the Aracham HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that when Yaakov heard that Yosef was still alive, he desired nothing more than to see his most beloved son. But then he realized that his journey down to Egypt would lead to the Jewish people's enslavement, would lead to the Jewish people's oppression by the Egyptians. The Yerachim HaKadosh explains that Yaakov's dilemma regarding his family's future made him doubt his entire trip to Egypt. Although he wanted to see his son Yosef like nothing else in the world, he could not get past the pain and suffering his descendants, his future children would have and would suffer at the hands of the Egyptians. And so he went to his father's home in Be'er Sheva to learn and seek what God had in store for him. Should he go to Yosef in Egypt or should he stay in the Holy Land of Israel? And with God's appearance to Yaakov, we see that it was validated. His dilemma and his apprehension was known and was worthy because HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers him in his dream. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Yaakov, Yes, there will be a period of immense suffering and enslavement, but that is where a family becomes a nation. God is telling Yaakov that just as the slavery of his children, of his descendants, is inevitable, so is the continuity of his descendants, the Jewish people. God swore to Avram, God swore to Yitzchak, and now again God is swearing to Yaakov Avinu that their children would survive many tragedies, that their descendants would encounter hatred and hostilities, but live to celebrate their salvation and liberation. That we, the Jewish people, will know and feel, unfortunately, the pain of exile, but also experience God's glory with the coming of Mashiach and the ultimate redemption. In our daily life, it is imperative that we realize that we can never truly hide from experiencing the ups and downs in this journey called life. It is a natural, innate, and necessary part of the human experience. Just as we begin with pain for the mother, but life for the child, it is impossible not to feel the highs and lows inherent in our world. However, it does not mean we should avoid encountering those feelings. For all significant innovations and all significant successes got through failure and defeat. All courage, bravery, and heroism overcame fear, anxiety, and cowardice. When we face our fears, we unlock our soul's power and strength to achieve and reach far beyond our imagination. There's a powerful quote about Yaakov Avinu from Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. To try, to fail, and to fear, and yet keep on going, that is Yaakov, the man who at the lowest ebbs and lowest rungs of his life had his greatest visions of heaven. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.